Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to the 168th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, read about, write about, dream about, amongst other things, video games, video games, video games. And I am joined tonight by uh, two Not Your Mama's Gamer regulars and one special guest. And because like we like to pretend we have uh, some manners around here, we'll start with our guest. Um, tonight, we're joined by Nicole Kirkhoff, who is a, um, a PhD student at Oregon State University in microbiology. I know, hello, has hello. a lot to do with video games. Uh, <laughs> so Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, like you said, I'm a PhD student at Oregon State, and surprise, I study microbiology. So mostly I'm doing a lot of scientific research with my time. Uh, Specifically, I'm studying gut bacteria in fish and how those bacteria may play a role in the health of those fish and how they survive in the wild. But of course, when with the downtime that I do have, I am definitely playing me some video games. Yay. Okay, okay. I can't resist. So in other words, <laughs> you study fish poop. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much I hang out with fish poop all day long. And and poop of other animals. <laughs> I well, mean somebody has to study fish poop. <laughs> Yeah, if I don't study the fish poop, who is? (laughs) Somebody's got to do it. All right. We are also joined by, as I said, two of our other regulars, um, Alicia Karabinas and Jordan Lukomsky. Uh, Jordan's becoming a regular. This is her second time. Woo! Woo! So, (laughs) (laughs) I know the cat was like, well, yeah. Uh, So, Alicia Karabinas, who are you, darling? Uh, I am also a PhD student, but I do not study fish poop. <laughs> I study rhetoric and composition, and also video games oh. at Purdue. And Jordan, who are you, darling? I'm a grad student studying computer graphics, specifically environment art and games, um, but my thesis will revolve around uh, women in the industry and getting more women in the industry. Um, so I play a lot of games, but I also just kind of sit on my couch sometimes and just stare at the games too. 
some like pretty, pretty environments. Nice. <laughs> it's like pretty. Totally fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we get. All right. So we're gonna start with our usual: what you playing, what you reading, and most importantly, what you drinking. Um, and because uh, Nicole's our guest, <laughs> Nicole, <laughs> what, what are you playing lately? <laughs> Okay, well, right now, so much Monster Hunter. And I would say so much Monster Hunter you don't even know, but Sam knows. <laughs> Sam knows how much Monster Hunter I'm playing. I know about all the Monster Hunters. <laughs> um, and I've been pretty much playing that nonstop since it came out uh, with a little bit of Minecraft sprinkled in. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but um, before that, I was playing some Horizon Zero Dawn, and the um, before that, I was playing Wolfenstein, the first one. Um, and then in my backlog, I have the second one coming up after that. Okay, cool. I actually played some Minecraft the other day for the first time in like a year. Mm-hmm. Um. I played for about 20 minutes and then I was done again. <laughs> <laughs> 20 old minutes. Nice. That's all I had. Well, it's, it's kind of funny because I'm a super Minecraft noob and I'm hanging out with a lot of people that have been playing Minecraft for a while. And the buildings that everyone is creating are really impressive. And I'm just over here with like my basic little house, just trying to understand what I can actually make. Oh, everybody starts with basic little buildings. My buildings <laughs> yep. are still pretty basic, so I don't mind. Plus, I like, you know what? I play Minecraft. I like, you know, Minecraft is a meditation for me. I like just going into a mine and mining. I don't care what I build. I just like to mine. I do like to mine. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that probably really helps you with your, your, your kind of hoarding uh, thing. Oh yeah, I'm a hoarder too. <laughs> yeah, hoarders unite. <laughs> Except not because you can't have my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't have my stuff, so <laughs> we'll just get stuff together separately. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Go mining together, but don't touch my stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else you been playing, Alicia? Other than some Minecraft. Uh, well, a little bit of Monster Hunter, not like y'all. What? You're playing uh, some Monster Hunter too? <laughs> uh, yeah, just a little bit. Um, and, uh, I've been playing Rock Band Rivals because that's what I do. I got a new game called Slay the Spire on Steam. It's like a, uh, a deck builder, uh, but also a roguelike. Um, so it's all the things that I enjoy in life. And uh, also, I finally played the first episode of The Walking Dead, the third season, which I've had forever and just never played. And I was super into it, and I really liked it, and I thought it was better than it's been in a while. And then I forgot that uh, those games really like to be depressing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised by something, and now I don't know if I want to play anymore. It's <laughs> <was> really sad. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if it's what I think it is. Okay, we're gonna have to talk about that off, off, uh, off. Okay. <laughs> off mic. I was very traumatized. Oh, no. Yeah, it might be what I thought it was then. 
All right. What about you, Jordan? What you playing, darling? Um, I'm still playing Divinity Sin with uh, my boyfriend, and uh, I too like to hoard in that game. He uh, always, I always pull up my inventory, and he always points out. He's like, "Why do you have all this stuff?" And he thinks it's because I'm hoarding it. And I'm like, "No, I share it with you. I just keep all the stuff that I have at the beginning of the game because." When we battle a fire person, I need to equip my water stuff. And when we fight a water person, I need to equip my fire stuff. So it just makes sense. Um, so mostly Divinity, Original Sin. And then... Um, so uh, I talked about it last podcast I was on, but the Long Dark, the survival game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and that game, I'm struggling to get through. Not because it's not fun, but because I scream every single time. A wolf jumps out. Wolves are scary. They probably want to eat you. (laughs) (laughs) They want to eat your face. But in in this game, they really do. Uh, Like, I can deal with sharks and underwater survivors. I I, I don't know what it is about wolves, but they scare me a lot. And so every time I play with someone, I always have to warn them. And they think I'm joking. And then I scream (laughs) really loud in their face. And then they get scared from my screaming. And I said, I told you. I told you. <laughs> I, I warned you. What, I warned are you. the wolves just coming at you? Um, not really. Like, you can see them from pretty far away, and their behavior kind of adapts to yours. So if you're carrying a lot of raw meat, they're more likely to attack you. And if you don't have any <laughs> fire, which I never have fire because I'm really bad at the game, they also are more likely to attack you. So they'll just charge at you and jump at your face. And the first time that one attacked me, it jumped from a bush and I didn't see it. And so I wasn't prepared. <laughs> nice. So I like the game, but I'm struggling. Nice. All right. So I guess it's my turn. Um, I'm playing a whole lot of Monster Hunter. Um, I really like that game. It, it satisfies. I don't know. I, I'm not usually a hoarder, um, but I like I like uh, to have tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that game gives you lots of tasks, right? Yeah. So it's like I want to build new armor. So in order to build this armor, I need forty-seven. I need forty-seven boulder bones. <laughs> so then I know I have to k- go out and kill right <laughs> whatever I need to kill to get my boulder bones. Um, yeah, I've been thinking. So, thinking a lot about what makes the game so addicting because the formula is really simple it's just go out kill some monsters collect their stuff make some armor make some armor Mm -hmm. and then rinse and repeat to go out and to go out yeah to go out and fight better (laughs) monsters bigger monsters and then get make better armor so you can go fight bigger monsters yeah it's the same thing over and over monster hunter what's stopping you get it (laughs) it's really good it is really good you know it's it's a yeah, it is. Yeah, but then you can't. It's, it's, it's actually yeah better on PS4 than it is on Xbox because they beta tested it on PS4, so the matchmaking system actually works, unlike True. on Xbox. Um, <laughs> Wait, you should get it for Xbox so you can play with us. Just saying. She doesn't have an Xbox. I don't have an Xbox. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um. So yeah, I've been playing a whole bunch of that. Uh, let's see. But I think one of the reasons that I like playing that game so much is that I like playing with other people. And it's a good game to play with other people. Yeah. Um, But one of the things I don't like about the multiplayer, about, you know, playing in teams, 
is that uh, no matter if you have two or four people in your party, um, it, the monsters scale the same. <clears throat> so that sucks. Yeah. There's also some frustration with, uh, with the main quest. Someone, if, Someone in your party has to have seen the cutscene before you can actually team up and go on it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of, you know, I'm like, really? Why? Okay, why can't we just watch the cutscene together? Yeah. Everybody else does this. Why can't we just watch? It's like, we've been watching cutscenes together in multiplayer games for like years. Why can't we watch this cutscene together? Um, so we'll see um, if, if it gets better as time goes on. Uh, what else have I been playing? Oh, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. I played a little game. I'm laughing because right? I know what's coming. Uh-huh. For full disclosure, I did receive a copy of this game for streaming slash review purposes. I played a little game on Steam called My Life at Porsche. My Time at Porsche. My time at Portia. Thank you. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to respect this game before I disrespect it. Uh, my time at Portia. <clears throat> so I'm really, you know, I, you know, I got the Stardew Valley Jones all the time, right? So I've been playing a lot of these other like farming simulator slash dungeon crawler slash, uh, slash social sims, right? I played another one that was called Staxo. That was really cute because it looked like Legos. And... Uh, it was fun, but you know, it felt a little flat, right? So there was this other one that I saw other people were saying, oh, this is a great game. It's an early access on Steam. Um, and it's called My Time at Portia. So I got, a, I got a code for streaming slash review purposes and I was streaming this game. And so first of all, and, and I forgave this because like I said, it's early access. You can only be white. <clears throat> Um, your choices for hair and customization are very limited. Mm. It is very aimed at, you know, like literally cisgendered white person. Um, uh, and then, so, but I forgave it. I was like, okay, well, they'll add more, hopefully, because it's early access, <clears throat> hopefully. And um, <laughs> so I started playing the game. And the first person of color that I encountered encountered in this game was a black dude. Now, up until this point, everybody, everybody in the game <laughs> had a British accent, but not the black dude. Oh. Oh, no, not the black dude. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm going to say, right? So he sounded like a real bad Mr. T knockoff. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's bad. That's bad. But you know, I wasn't, I didn't give it a pass. I was like, that's bad. And I was mad about that, but I kept playing the game because I was like, I'm going to play to see how it keeps going. Right. Um, and then we ran into Antoine. I think that was his name, who worked in the, the city commissioner's office, um, who had pink hair. 
and was like flamingly gay. Oh boy. Um, I mean, he had all kinds of inflections that you would not believe. <laughs> it was horrible. Ooh. It was horrible. But wait, so, wait, 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 wait. No, no, I want you to wait. <laughs> oh, you're not done. I'm not done. So I went back out along my little questing way. And I ran into this dude who was kind of ambiguously brown, but he was heavy set, you know, and he was wearing like a fishing hat and some Bermuda shorts. And I'm like, this dude is a fisherman. He's like, make me a fishing rod. He was like, um, I'm one of the Hula brothers. Oh no. I got seven brothers. My name is, what was his name? His name was like Siwa. So they had Siwa, Liwa, Kiwa. I mean, they just went through. Oh no. Yes. 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 The, the, the Hula brothers who were ambiguously brown and turned out to be Polynesian, which is why they were all heavyset and walking around in Bermuda shorts uh, and fishing uh, with some really stereotypical fucked up names. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. Lest you think I'm done. <laughs> no. So I went back into town and this lovely, ambiguously brown sex pot of a woman comes walking up to me. <laughs> <laughs> with feathers in her hair <laughs> so she was our Native American representative and all I got to say is this I was Nicole no cause she was there that night when I was streaming this I was salty as fuck I was so I was livid I was like just like I'm like I don't believe this shit this is unbelievable okay so so here let, let, let me let me just put this down and let me let me say something if you ever even think about making a game to turn to stereotypes is bad enough to turn the stereotypes to this degree you are the laziest motherfucker on the face of the planet. And you need to find another, you need to find another vocation. That was unbelievable. It was absolutely unbelievable. And I don't care the first person, I don't, the first person who opened their mouth and say, but it was a Chinese development company. No, 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 no. That shit was produced by Humble Bundle. They should have known better if whoever originally made that game didn't. You want to hear something really depressing? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yep. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm currently scrolling through the reviews of the game. on. People Steam. love that shit. They eating yep. that shit up. There's 2,300 reviews and I don't see a single they damn mention of eating any that of that shit up. Wow. I have seen so many streamers on, uh, I've seen so many streamers talking about how much they love this game. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. What's it called? All the white people. <laughs> exactly. It is called My Time at Portia. P-O-R-T-I-A. By the way, thank you for my free public relations copy. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue to send more public relations copies. 
You can't get this kind of press anywhere else. <laughs> Clearly you can't from looking at the Steam reviews because other motherfuckers don't notice this shit. Yeah. That, that shit was foul. That shit was foul. <clears throat> well, I'm saying this because you know what? It's an early access. Maybe, maybe. I'm, and I'm going to send them a nice little letter. Maybe they can find she a way. She ain't going to pee on it or nothing. It, it's not going to help because, you know, because like you said, all those other reviews are like best game ever when it's just a big old pile of shit. Now, um, I don't know what else I've been playing. I'm just being evil about that. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, so I, something else that I played is one little game, and you know, I'm, I like mobile games. I've been playing a little mobile game. P and I have been playing it together. If I can get my phone to open, apparently I forgot my password. Okay. It's called... Bloop, bloop. It's called, like, Magic Tile or... Magic Tile 3, Tile Magic 3, one of the two. I got to find it. I'll find it before we finish. Um, and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and I had downloaded it just to do like a gawk box for somebody, which is like tipping streamers for free just by downloading games from the app store. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was on the iPad. And P and I went out to breakfast the other day. And she was like, what's this? And I was like, oh, it's a little game I downloaded. Um... I was like, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I downloaded it um, and she opened it up and it's like, Alicia, you would love this. It's like a uh, rock band almost. Um, Magic Tiles 3 is what it's called. Um, on the tablet or on your phone um, and they have different songs. They uh, You unlock new songs even in the free version without, without mm. buying them. Um, that game is so fun p and i have been playing like every day just trying to like trying to keep knocking each other's high score off um it's super fun um and like the songs get harder of course and then uh if you finish a song uh without getting out and it'll go into endless song mode and then it'll speed up uh so Mm -hmm. it speeds up it speeds up the song and it speeds up the way that the the tiles are coming it is super duper duper fun and it's like great for playing with kids when you got to sit somewhere and uh, and sit somewhere and wait. But yeah, play that. Don't play my time at Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Sam, I don't know if you wanted to talk about what you're streaming on Tuesday. The what is it? Um... Oh, I forgot about that. I blocked that shit. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been playing Kingdom Come Deliverance <clears throat> and I paid for this with my own money um, so first off it's an, it's an RPG it is set in medieval England and they didn't go on the Witcher 3 route and forget that you know they had black people in the medieval times oh god I'm just going to retire from the world <laughs> They got white people, just plain old, you know, English white people. They got some German peoples. They got some other people who speak some fucked up, unintelligible, made up language that I suspect, you know, is some other people who were white but not white back in the day. Um, and those are the those are the heathens that come in slaughtering everybody. But ain't no black people. Ain't no black people. 
and I swear, this game is like, make two text choices. Now watch 30 minutes of cutscenes. Make two more text choices. Oh. Now watch 30 more minutes of cutscenes. Now, get into a fight that you have to lose no matter how hard you try in order to progress the linear narrative and watch 30 more minutes of cutscenes. <laughs> now, mm. make two more text choices, run for a little bit on your horse, and then watch 30 more minutes of cutscenes. That game is the slowest game I swear before all of this holy I have ever played in my entire life. <laughs> and then I was in somebody else's stream the other day and I was like, I was like, I played the first like three hours of it and it was so slow. And they were like, oh, it gets worse. I'm like, that's what? fucking impossible. It, gets worse. <laughs> it is impossible. Unless it's just going to freeze on my screen and sit there. <laughs> it can't get any worse. <laughs> Well, couldn't you argue that it gets better if it froze oh and got stuck on your screen because then you can switch games? Because then I can just turn it off and be like yep. I'm playing something else. I'm so mad because I spent $60 of my own money on that. <laughs> don't, don't forget the tutorial screens, which is like... Oh, oh my God. And the tutorial screen. Like okay. One page. Whoever designed these tutorial screens has never taken a professional writing or design course in their entire life because they literally, I am, okay, so when I'm playing this game, I am looking at it on a, uh, on a, on a 27 inch screen. They filled my entire screen with text so small, sitting three feet away from a 27 inch screen. <laughs> I had trouble why I had trouble reading it. That was so, all of their <laughs> Were these people just like aliens who had never actually encountered humans or video games before? Apparently. Because that's what I'm getting. Apparently. It was I was like, I, I'm like literally I'm sitting here going, I can't see this. I was like, do I need new glasses? What the hell is going on? They literally filled like the entire screen with text. But so why? small that sitting right up on a 27 inch screen, I can't read. Games like it that was... give me a headache. <laughs> I would start reading it for a while and I'll be like, forget it. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> 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 it was like, I can't, I'm not going to read all this. <laughs> and usually, okay, so you know how I am. I love RPGs. I'm 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 that guy who who plays RPGs and like goes into the library and starts pulling books off the shelf and reading all of them. I can't read that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's so the the tutorial is so poorly written that it's almost unintelligible. I'm like I'm like what did they just decide this game has to get out? So let's just put whatever together. <laughs> And throw this shit out because everybody's so excited for it. They're going to spend their $60 anyway. It's horrible. It is horrible. I'm mad. I'm going to play some more because I spent my $60. And I played, because I streamed it, I played longer than two hours. So I can't ask for my money back. This is the salty one again? I forget. Apparently, it's not me today. I'm thrilled. 
But uh, so that's that. That's I and I like I said, Nicole was just like you. Did you forget? I I did. I blocked that shit. <laughs> it was traumatic. <laughs> I blocked it. I was like, mm. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I had a bad I, week with video games. I have. I rewarded myself though for that bad week last night because there is an indie game, a little indie game sale going on on Xbox right now, and I bought la, some la, little la, indie la, games, la, 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 la. including, <laughs> including Spellspire, which I had not allowed myself to buy because I had bought so many other little word games. I love word games. Yeah, I was buying uh, that. It's only like a couple bucks. It's four dollars. You couldn't say no to that. Why it's would $4. you play a word game on the Xbox? Because there's like four hundred thousand better platforms out there, including sticks in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Stop hating. Sticks in the dirt. It's it's fun. Look, I'm gonna let you live your life. <laughs> but live my I'm life. not gonna say that I'm not going to judge you for the of way course you, you will. choose to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> Judgey McJudgerson. Uh, it's fun. You shut up. <coughs> Whatever. And I'm having a lot of fun playing it. So I went okay. through and played the first 20 levels and then went back and gold starred the first 20 levels last night. I was like, I'm just going to download it and just see how it is. And then, yeah, <laughs> like I said, I played 20 levels and then went back and gold starred 20 levels and then didn't want to get up this morning. Can we I... find that video clip that I shared the other day? <laughs> I'm going to be early. Yes, we will we'll find put that. that in the show we'll notes. Put that in the show notes. Has that so, ever happened? <laughs> Say I'm going to bed early. <laughs> no. Only if she passes out accidentally. <laughs> I knew I had that kind of day ahead of me today, and I was like, "I'm gonna go to bed early." I was like, "I'm mm. gonna go to bed early." I had graded. I had I'm sat just gonna here and start papers. this game. I'm just gonna see what it's like. <laughs> That's said like... no one ever who was actually being honest with themselves. Unless you start some Kingdom Come Deliverance. You start that shit and you'd be like, nope. Turn I bet you played the hell out of it, even though you were mad. I did. I hate, I did the Alicia. I hate played everything this week. Yeah. <laughs> I hate played like a motherfucker. Are you still playing that one mobile game that Journey made where you can like hold people's hands? No, I got bored with that shit. Oh. But you know what? I hated Journey, so that wasn't surprising. <laughs> I want I always want to like those games. Like Journey and Flower and Flow. Everybody's like, it's beautiful. It's a masterpiece. The music. The environments. The this. And I start that shit. And I'll be like, man, fuck this. Give me my money back. <laughs> <laughs> At least this one games. was free. Huh? Gotta go play some word games. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you want Alicia's side. All right, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I support the over here. I will be over here with my drink all by myself. <clears throat> all right. So, <laughs> did we get everybody? Is that what we're playing like three hours later? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if. I might interject. I forgot a I'm playing a mobile game right now, but I'm kind of petering off of it. Um, cuz I downloaded it for a Gokbox. It's Final Fantasy 15 Age of Empires. 
Is that the new little Final Fantasy mobile game that has like the little chibi characters? Uh, no, not the pocket edition. Where they still managed to have uh, Cindy's tits hanging out? <laughs> That's something different. That kept breaking on my phone. Like the first two minutes I tried to play it, it just kept freezing, so I uninstalled it. Dang. No, oh, man. this is just a little strategy game mm-hmm. that is in the Final Fantasy 15 world, but I downloaded it for Gokbox, and I, I mean, it's okay. It's basically, you're just building up a whole bunch of resources so you can build better um, facilities and whatnot, and you can craft armies and attack other empires that are around. But that's one of the issues that I have with it, is that once you get to a certain point in the game, you can't really play the game as a pacifist, because you have a limit of resources you can hold on your own, and then you're supposed to just start attacking people to get more resources. And I'm like, I just want to be a good neighbor and build my resources without stealing them. So I'm pretty much done with that one. Okay, I want to check out the uh, the little chibi, uh, the little chibi game though. That looks amazing. Yeah, Pocket Edition. That looks really cute. Yep. So I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, Bro Fantasy Fifteen. Yes. Tiny Edition. Do Bro Road Trip. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I played Do Bro Road Trip. I did. And now you can play it in miniature. Since we've been talking about this subject for so long, I have, for real, I've purchased a game on Steam and I've started it. (laughs) So, I just want to point that out. I just want to point out, I have over 100 hours in that game. So, Uh, I'll just slip that in there. (laughs) Good old bro fantasy. Yup. I get to kill stuff. I like games where I get to so like. So it's run a video around. game. Yes. Yeah. Like right, Monster Hunter. And that's probably like I like why I like Monster Hunter so much. It's like Final Fantasy without all the stupid talking and driving around. <laughs> I like the driving. <laughs> stupid <laughs> talking. No, stupid talking. Driving around. Video games. No wonder I had the feels about uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance because that's all they do. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, okay, yeah. We okay. should maybe move on. Yeah, what about... <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. What about reading? Uh, what are you reading? Anybody reading anything good? Nicole? <laughs> oh, gosh. Depends what you mean by good. Um, good for you. Interesting. <laughs> relevant well i'm currently preparing for my quals so a lot of what i'm reading is a bunch of scientific literature and then to like ease the wounds of that i'm just reading a shit ton of fan fiction so (laughs) that's always good it's the ultimate combo (laughs) fish poop uh, fish poop studies and fan fiction (laughs) yep <laughs> you know, you just really need balance in your life. So yeah, you a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, Alicia, what about you? You're always reading something interesting. I'll put no. you on the spot. 
No, I am not. No. <laughs> I have too many classes and things to do this semester. I would like to be reading something interesting. Aw, see, uh, I always turn to you for something new to read. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm rereading some things. I'm rereading uh, Jim Lahiri's Unaccustomed Earth, which is one of my favorite books. And about the only thing I can manage right now with all the stuff I have going on, because I've already read it like five times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Jordan, you read anything interesting? Cause, yeah. uh, mostly thesis stuff. I'm trying to get back to Snow Crash because I never finished it. Um, <gasps> really? I don't know. For shame. Is I... Weren't you in the class with us where we had to read that? Yes. Oh, she just admitted she didn't do the reading for class. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You actually that's what, just, that's what just happened. What? <laughs> so yeah i actually really really liked the beginning so i i actually want to finish it's it. a good book and i actually finished ready player one so compared to that garbage dang <laughs> you on the alicia boat with that one huh? wait, wait 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 you you managed to struggle through ready player one but you couldn't finish snow crash <laughs> Well, Ready Player One is a lot shorter, the text is a lot bigger, and the space between the lines is also a lot bigger. Plus, he repeats half the stuff he says over and over again, so it's really just like... Skim. Skimming. <laughs> that's that's all actually very true. I can't fault you for any of that. So, um, Snow Crash, if you've not read it, Nicole, is... Um, it's like cyberpunk fiction? Mm. Um about a, a character named Hero Protagonist. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's their name. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Uh, and it uh, it is a really good book because uh, it's like how the world kind of starts to take over and take place uh, in a virtual world, right? Almost like an MMO of sorts. <clears throat> Um, so hero protagonist is a really interesting character because he's like, um, half black, half Japanese. Um, and so there's all kinds of interesting cultural stuff going he's on. He's half Korean. Is it Korean? I thought it was it's Japanese. Uh, well, maybe his mom just retires to Korea, but she's Japanese. I remember there was something weird there. I, mean, I thought, I thought that was why. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. I now got to go back and read it. Now I'm going to go reread. Re- no, the book I think again. you're right. I think it is. He's Japanese, but his mom goes to Korea for oh. to live like in a golfing community or something. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hero is a Japanese name, so yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not like the book is super accurate on lots of things. Though. No, it's not. But it's a really good book. It's Neil <laughs> it Stevenson. It's a really good book. Um, so if you're ever looking for something fun to read, definitely check out Snow Crash, because uh, Snow Crash is like a virus. Um, slash drug that uh, you get infected with in the in the in the virtual space, mm. um, but it kills you in real life. What is it like? <laughs> so, wait, is it a biological virus or like a computer virus? It is. Uh, hashtag why not both? Yeah, hashtag why not both? Because it kills you in real life too. Okay. If you get infected with it in the game. Interesting. So, uh, it's it's really fun. It's really fun. Oh, see, and see, microbiologists, yeah. you might like this. I'm cu- yeah. Well, that's why I was saying I'm curious how they handle, if it was a biological virus, how that's set up. See, so all the, all the ways that we, we complain about language and 
uh, other things that happen in, in games and how, how they fuck it up. Nicole's going to be the one that's like, that virus would not spread like that. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Foster your hate and anger. I will say, I was a little thrown off by the book at first because when I started reading it, it just kind of throws you right in there. And the first thing it talks about for six pages is how pizza delivery has changed. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, but that's so fun, though. That whole yeah, pizza really delivery thing. Because it's like the pizza deliver mafia. Yeah, yeah, it's actually yeah. like kind of scary. You do not want to mess up pizza deliveries. <laughs> they will get you. They will get you for real. Um, So, yeah, that's a whole lot of fun. Um, Let's see. Um, Anything else? Jordan, I'm sorry. I cut you off. I got excited because you said you were reading Snow Crash. And that's like oh, one of my oh. favorite books. No, you're fine. Uh, not really. Just like I said, thesis stuff, going through different papers, different reports, all that jazz. Cool. I mean, I find it interesting and fun, but in terms of like generic, everyone can find it fun. Snow Crash is the one that I'm reading. Uh, I, I need something happy to read in my life. Because uh, I'm reading Just Mercy right now by Brian Stevenson mm-hmm. um, who is a uh, defense attorney who uh, represents um, prisoners on death row um, so it is a social justice book about mass incarceration capital punishment race, poverty uh, sexuality, the whole nine yards and uh, I made the mistake of starting to read this book in bed when I started to read it. And then I just like started bawling into the book <laughs> and went to sleep sad. Um, <laughs> because it reminds you how horrible the entire world is. Oh um, but it is a beautifully written book so far. It is an important book. Um, it is important that we th- think about things like mass incarceration and poverty and race and capital punishment and how all of these things come together in an epic shit show. Um, especially cause I mean the whole, the, the whole, the first part of the book, and I'm going to just share this. I'm not going to keep us like talking about this book for like an hour. Cause I think I did that in class today, but the whole like first part of this book is about, um, this case, one of his first cases, uh, as an attorney, um, out of law school, uh, where a black man in, in the eighties, even in rural Alabama was being railroaded as like the next black John Gotti, uh, and was on death row, um, because he had committed the ultimate crime, right? Which was not necessarily the heinous, vicious murder that he was charged with. Um, but he slept with a white woman in the rural South mm-hmm. in the eighties. So it is basically looking at and thinking about and talking about, uh, the, the prison system as 
another form of lynching in the United States. Well, that's not like we haven't known forever. That's what this is, right? Mm -hmm. We've, we've known for a long time that that's what the mass incarceration system in the United States is. Uh, but to talk about it in these very specific terms and think about the fact that, you know, like I said, this was in 1988, this case that he, when he was first talking about, you know, meeting this man and, and taking on this case, um, hell, I was an adult. I was in college in 1988. So this is not something that happened like, you know, a hundred years ago. Yeah. Right. And, and even like connections that we see now, like, and I was talking about this is the young man. I wish I could remember his name. I need to look it up. I should have looked it up. Um, who just like last week was beaten in the head with an aluminum bat for the crime of sleeping with a white girl. Oh my God. Right. So we, we like to dismiss this as, being something that has taken place in the past. And even if you want to say Sam is old and that shit was 30 years ago. No, that shit was last week. Um, so to this book, like really, really like hit home and I'm really emotional now anyway, cause I lost somebody really near and dear to me this week. Um, and to, to read that on top of it, just had me bawling. See, I'm about to start crying now, but I'm not. See, I'm not crying. <clears throat> um, but Just Mercy by uh, Brian Stevenson. You know what? Get your, get a copy of that shit now. Go read it. Um, it's important. It's seriously important. Um, that's what I'm reading. So now that I didn't, uh, talked about that, now we got to definitely go into what we've been drinking. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Nicole, what you drinking, darling? Uh, right now, I'm drinking a hard cider. It's a, the Two Towns Cider House Bright Cider. So it's a local um, cider brewery here in Corvallis. So, And I actually got this bottle from a fellow grad student because I let him borrow my um, post, poster case. And, you know, grad students just communicate thanks in alcohol. So... <laughs> That is true. All good people communicate things in alcohol. (laughs) I mean, you're talking ciders. You're speaking our love language here. Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) All right. Uh, Alicia, you're next, darling. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking. You're going to be sad for me. Drinking a sparkling water that is uh, mandarin orange flavored with grapefruit vodka. It's a very light and ladyish and refreshing beverage. Ladyish. You're such a fucking very ladyish. ladyish. You're such a fucking lady. <laughs> <laughs> Only today. <laughs> Sounds good though. I like grapefruit vodka. Yeah, and it's very uh it's very light on the flavor, so it's not overpowering and uh it's interesting. I don't think I would drink it all the time, but mm-hmm. I wanted something lighter today. All right. Jordan, what you drinking, darling? I am drinking a cranberry Melbeck. Ooh. Ooh, I know. Interesting. <laughs> cranberry Melbeck. Is it yeah. sweet? Uh, it's like semi-sweet. Um, I don't know if anyone's had Oliver wine, but it's nowhere near as sweet as their sweet red wine, but it's also not 
like not sweet. Um, it's a homemade wine, and I have to make sure I save half of it because it's not just mine. Oh. Uh, yeah. Homemade wine, yummy. What if you accidentally yeah. spill it? Spill it. it. Uh, <laughs> I know. Out of the two of us, I definitely like and drink more wine better, so I might be able to get away with two thirds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fancy. All right. Um, well, it's my turn. I am drinking. Oh, I was going to say a whiskey ginger. I am drinking several whiskey gingers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. Um, not your fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's never my fault. So I found these fancy little teeny tiny bottles of not, not teeny tiny. They're 6.8 ounce bottles. Of, gin, of this fancy ginger ale called Fever Tree Premium Ginger Ale. Um, and it is super good. It's not super sweet, uh, but it's got a nice ginger bite to it. I'm trying to see. I can't see. Hold on. Got to take my glasses off. Um, it is Brands of Britain LLC, San Ramon, California, but it's like a... Um, I'm reading the ingredients and they try to make it sound all fancy. Carbonated spring water, <laughs> cane sugar, natural gingers. Um, so they try to make it sound all fancy. Uh, but it's not super sweet. Uh, it's got nice ginger bite to it. Um, and I am mixing it with Jack Daniels because that, you know, it's not a fancy, it's not a fancy bourbon, but it is bourbon that I like a lot. And I've been drinking it for 30 years. <laughs> and like I said, it's these cute little bottles. Um, so I'm on my second one since we started the podcast. <laughs> so I should probably slow down. But we'll see. And that's what I'm drinking. Nice. It's nummy. All right. So that's what we're all drinking. So we've done what you're playing, what you're reading, and what you're drinking. So now we get to have some fun. We um, So Nicole joined us tonight to talk to us because we, we're going back to doing more of our community member um, guest shows uh, so we can have some fun talking to folks about games and gaming um, who aren't just, even though, even though you technically are an academic, <laughs> who are just academics, but you know, not academics in games. Technically right? so, an academic. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Technically. <laughs> technically. No, no, no. We're all technically academics. I'm a, no, I'm an anti-academic. <laughs> um, uh, so, but God, see, Alicia, dang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so community folks, we're going back to, to bringing more community folks on the show so we can have some fun talking about games and talking about gaming without being all, you know, all up into what the industry says, even though we do stray that way sometimes. So, Nicole, thanks for hanging out with us, first of all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and putting up with our madness <laughs> over here. Um, and so... I, I don't want to start with a question question, but so you play games to chill out after studying fish gut yes. bacteria. Yes. See, I didn't say it that time. <laughs> <clears throat> I wanted to, but I didn't. Um, 
so tell us about tell us about you know you and gaming how'd you come to it uh yeah what kind of stuff do you like to play well it's kind of interesting because i i mean we've talked about this before sam but i've pretty much been gaming since the womb <laughs> so gaming has been such a integral part of my life that it just i don't know sort of naturally it, it defines kind of what i'm doing at any particular moment um well my um so i started off um uh my first console was sega genesis age and my father actually works at a computer company and they install educational games for onto computers for local schools and so he would just have a whole bunch of extra educational games lying around and i would play a whole bunch of those like the learning company games there was a whole bunch of like really oh. awesome like educational age appropriate games um <laughs> But it's it's kind of funny because a lot of my gaming history does uh, consist of games I sh were I should not have been playing at the age I was playing them at, but I think I turned out relatively okay. <laughs> but um, my favorite genre of video games is definitely RPGs because it there's something just really amazing about kind of being placed in a story or a narrative and you're able to live out that adventure or fantasy almost like you're a part of it that I really enjoy. And so I think, you know, even when I was younger and now especially, I use video games kind of as an escape um, from whatever, like stress or whatever it might be. But it's also, I really love to appreciate because video games are just, they're art forms in so many different ways because you have visual art and then you have stories and, um, you know, even when it comes down to like um, sort of level design. And so I kind of just like to appreciate all these creative aspects coming together and being able to live out that those adventures on and and it's kind of interesting because I think my um, so I think my RPG love actually started with text-based RPGs like I think I'm trying to think my very first RPG was an online text-based RPG so I would just be no it's not even visual but it the writing kind of evokes those settings um, and I love everything that Bioware puts out because <laughs> they're amazing Mass Effect is probably my my go-to video game series except Andromeda yeah I well I do have to I say I have all kinds of feels about Andromeda but that's that's me I do have feels but I think it it, for sure, it didn't even come close to the original trilogy. I think Andromeda was still a decent game, but because it, because of its predecessors, it really fell flat. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I can see that. 
I can see that. I might have enjoyed it a whole lot more if I had never played the first three. Yeah. And I didn't, I had concerns in the beginning because I have, at least for the protagonist, I didn't know how they were going to make a more compelling protagonist than Commander Shepard, honestly, because she, well, I play Femship. Um, she's yep. the ultimate badass. <laughs> Femship for life. Yes. I know. There is no, there is no Shep but Finn Shep. Why are you playing? <laughs> I agree with you completely. And I, and I was kind of thinking about this today, actually. I think there are a lot of female protagonists that I really love that they share dialogue with male protagonists. So, cause you can choose either male Shep or Femme Shep. But the majority of the dialogue that they have are the same, and I mm -hmm. think it. I was is kind of, and I was noticing that for other games too. Like the female protagonists that I like also have their male counterparts, but they're speak like it's the woman voice actor behind the actor, and I, it just makes it really more compelling, and just interesting that you know you can't just make a uh, a female protagonist that's an ultimate badass without having to share their dialogue with a male character um yeah there was actually i'm thinking also specifically of fallout 4 where it's act the first of the iterations where the your character is actually voiced uh, but there was a line in that game that gave me physical chills because it was a incredibly like you're basically about to like murder this dude, and what you say is just so ruthless that I couldn't really imagine someone writing that dialogue for specifically a female character, but it coming out from a female like voice actor was amazing i like i purposely lost that fight just so i could hear that that line again <laughs> <laughs> which which one was it um it uh well did you play the story it's when yes it's when you finally meet up with the one dude um who stole you know what you're right yeah that that first big yeah story yeah. Um, and then one of the dialogue choices, I, I wish I should have looked it up. It's something like you're basically, sh she says something like, oh, like, I can't wait to meet you in hell so I can kill you all over again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She, like, yeah, there is. I remember something really ruthless. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot of moments in that game where specifically it does not feel like many other games where they give you a choice of protagonists, right? Like, I know I'm not, like, the Mass Effect champion that some other people here are. Mass Effect felt a little more, to me, like, in the middle. And sometimes when you could choose, like, the uh, the Renegade options, they felt, like, kind of campy, right? Mm. Like, uh, like, I was feeling very Firefly about the whole thing. Um, but, yeah, Fallout gets brutal at times really brutal in a way that we don't usually get to be as female characters. Yeah. 
What's wrong with Firefly? I'm not Firefly I'm just saying it. I'm just saying that they're different. <laughs> okay. Well, what's wrong with Firefly now is Adam Baldwin, but other than that, nothing. Firefly was great. I know. I want to burn. I just want to like just cut out every section that he's in and just set it on fire. But um, <laughs> anyway. But anyway, yeah. See, and Fallout Four was another. I I, I get so into games in the way that they are when I love them like Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 that I could not get into Andromeda Fallout 1, 2, and 3 New Vegas um, loved them couldn't get into Fallout 4 it was when they they are too different now if they had been released as different IPs it may have been different but because I came into them with these like preconceived notions of what the game should be and these expectations when they were so different I was just like this this isn't right and I couldn't play them um Fallout 4 I think I probably played three or four hours of before I just was like nope can't do it anymore um, and I think I had two play sessions of Andromeda before I quit. Yeah, I still haven't finished Andromeda. I just, I don't care about the characters as much. And I, it's not that I dislike the gameplay. I just kind of like s- stopped playing it. And I haven't really gone back. Yeah, well, I think with Andromeda, the, t- the tone was completely different, even though it because 1 through 3 is, like, really serious. Like, holy shit, like, the universe is going to end, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Andromeda was like, oh, no biggie. We're just going to have a good old time, like, looking <laughs> for a new place to live. <laughs> yeah, you I thought what? it was, like, a super interesting aspect and, like, cool idea. I just felt like a lot of the writing was really flat and a lot of the characterizations were flat. And I thought some of the level design was pretty bad, too. I, I don't remember what planet it was, but the planet with all the four... four, four I can't say the word. Fluorescent uh, plants. Uh, I got lost on that one so much. Mm. So, I think my biggest... As I sit here and, like, analyze myself, it's, it's the whiskey. Um, <laughs> and think about, like, Andromeda. I think that a big part of it was, like, the fact that they, like literally killed off all the N7s. Right? <clears throat> it was like, killed off, they killed off all the N7s. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I had spent, you know, what, eight, ten years playing as an N7? And it was like, now you're dead. You're the old guard. Um, and we're going to replace you with the new folks, right? And maybe it's because I, myself, I'm an older gamer that I felt like I was being killed off. <laughs> and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Why do, why do, yeah, no. See, older folks can come in and do some shit too. You don't mm-hmm. have to kill them all off because they're the old guard. Um, and, and I was real salty about that. I have to admit, I was real salty about that in the end. Um, or at the beginning <laughs> and that, that may have, that may have, uh, affected my, my entire outlook on the game. Yeah. Um, I, I did find that decision a little surprising, but then it, they use it to sort of set up your role as like, you're the one that's gonna like do all this for us. 
Yeah. I mean, I understand. I do. I understand why they did it. But I had a lot of I might have had a lot of time invested in those first in those first three games. Mm-hmm. Right. So to try to <clears throat> completely erase that and move into something else so that we can, you know, turn it over to the to the the, the younger, brighter generation was a little problematic for me. Yeah. Well, it, but, you know, and then because that's just me. How I can't remember how many years it's like a thousand years in the future or something. So I but that I if I stop and think about it, sometimes I get really sad because it's like, oh, my gosh, all the characters that I fell in love with. And like one through three are all dead. <laughs> right. Um, like my poor Garrus is just totally dead. And I just want him to be alive and happy. So. <laughs> yeah, I think the only one still alive is Liara. Because um, they mention it at some point that she's still working on studies and she was invited to come along, but she decided not to. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think one of the strongest points of that game is... Uh, I think it's 600 years in the future. I'm not sure. But there was a moment when one of the characters was talking about... uh, I mean, it's much like the first three where you can go around on your ship and talk to all your shipmates and kind of get their backstories. And um, even though I wasn't a huge fan of a lot of the characters and some of the writing, one part that I did think was really strong is how each of them revealed whether or not the choice to go to Andromeda was uh, easier or hard for them because it's not something that you readily see in the game but upon talking to more people you realize that a lot of these people had to leave behind their families and it's like 600 700 years in the future so they're probably not depending on the species they're probably not alive anymore and so that was like kind of sad that i hadn't actually realized until talking to the people yeah, see, and, and and I loved Liara in the previous in the previous games. Mm-hmm. Um Liara was my love interest in in three. And uh so, you know, when uh when you come in and you're like, Okay, so Liara's not here, she can't be here, all right, I'm sad. Um <laughs> it's like it was like, but who's gonna be my love interest now? So that was all, yeah. I like I said, I was all up in my feels for that. Mass Effect Three is like one of my all-time favorite games. I know everybody hates Three the most, but Three was one of my all-time favorite games. Yeah, I wouldn't say I hate Three, and I think the reason I don't like Three—well, I mean, I like it, but the reason it's not my favorite—it's probably not the same as everyone. Well, I just don't like to see things end, so I don't know, like last chapters, you know, last books or whatever, the end of a series just makes me really sad because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that's, you know, the end of it all. And the tone of three was just, honestly, it was a little depressing because, like, everything's going to shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I just want to be happy with my crew and <laughs> be a badass space person just... <laughs> Hanging out. See, honestly, I have to admit that I was kind of hoping with Andromeda that, you know, they we were going to find uh, Shepard in, like, cryostasis somewhere. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, she ain't dead. She can't die. That would be awesome. 
but nope, everybody's dead. And then whoever wasn't dead when the game started, they made sure they were dead, dead, dead. Get rid of the old people, dead. Yeah. I'm a little salty. um, (laughs) I noticed. (laughs) Um, Well, going back to Fallout 4, I think that was actually, because I've played, let's see, three, New Vegas. uh, Is that it? Um, But that was actually my favorite so far, because I really like... um, you know, games that make you emotionally invested in what's happening. So, mm-hmm. so I think, and that can manifest in a bunch of different ways, but I think what Fallout 4 do, did was, one, I think it really improved the characterization of your companions from like previous iterations. So that's a big thing for me. Like, I want to know that I'm in it with other people like whatever's going on i can have some like someone has my back um and and i in the like three i just remember i can't remember what companion it was but they only had a few lines of dialogue and i was like i want to learn more about this person i want to know like what their life story is but it didn't really offer that and then also in Fallout 4, you know, they have the whole building mechanic where you're building settlements and all that. I hated that the most. Well, that's really funny because I love I that, part. that part too. Yes. Really? I'm like, dude, these people are relying on me. This is like the reason I'm going around collecting all this stupid shit like forks oh, and yes. like random cogs and like trash I found on the ground. I know my companions are always making fun of me. Like, do you really need that? I'm like, yes, I need this tin can. <laughs> But it's like, in the previous games, it's like, who gives a shit if I pick that up or not? But in this one, I was like, no, I need that, like, for my settlement so I can help these people live. Like, my, it just seemed like my, what I did, it, it was supporting all these people. It actually was making a difference as opposed to just walking around doing whatever and, like, having no friends because they never, your companions don't ever talk to you and... <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't know. It was like I said, it's the building mechanic. Maybe it's just like with Minecraft. I don't like building. I just like mining. Mm. <laughs> and with that game, you have to build. Um, it's like I want to build. I want to go explore. I want to go talk to people. Yes, I want to go kill you can stuff. Get awesome mods to help you. Yeah. Well, I guess because were you. Wait, did you play on PC or did you play on... I played uh, on Xbox, but they added that stuff. Okay. Maybe I'll go back and play. But then you don't get achievements. Yeah, you do. Do you? Mm-hmm. These are like sanctioned mods through Bethesda. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't even know that. I have it on PS4. Maybe I'll go I back and check it out. they have it there too. Yeah, it's really... It makes it a lot... but makes the building a lot more fun. Yeah, because I was just like this. I cannot. I cannot. I don't mind going around like collecting stuff, but I want to talk to people and kill stuff. I don't want to build bases. I don't want to have to like worry about whether or not my little guard tower at the entrance of town is (laughs) high enough and sturdy enough. And I don't need all that. I want to stand there and shoot people. That's what I want to (laughs) do. 
Well, why can't you do that from the tower? Make sure the tower is high enough. I want to do that without having to build a tower first. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't played the game, but my roommate has played it, and when she first got to the building part, I came home one day, and there was papers all over the table, and there was, like, schematics that she had drawn up, and she had YouTube videos pulled up of how to build well, (laughs) and she had, like... (laughs) She's like, you want to see my plan? I'm like, sure, and then she explained it to me, and it was, like, papers everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There is an achievement for, like, 95% 95% happiness in one settlement or something. Which you have. Oh, I saw that. You actually have to have a plan to to actually get that. I've seen people like working at that. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Who cares about their happiness? I just want to kill people. Just kill people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's the apocalypse anyway. Right. What are you supposed to do during the apocalypse except kill people? <laughs> Try to make things better. Yeah, try to build a new society. By killing people. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, you just figured that out. <laughs> well, that's funny because that's a sort of a similar theme to Monster Hunter where it's like, ooh, we're going to go to the new world and like set up a new civilization. So we just have to kill all the fucking monsters. So we just can kill live. everything that's already there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask y'all about that because, like, uh, Colo- look, I'm not colonialism. Super comfortable with that. We're we going to colonize the new world. Look, we uh, look, I'm taking a, I'm taking a page out the white people book. I'm colonizing <laughs> the new world. I'm just going in. I'm killing everything. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be that guy I mean basically that's what the game is asking you to do in all seriousness yeah it's like I mean and then then you go in okay I don't want to give spoilers but you basically go in to a sacred place and like oh this is a sacred place let's fuck it up Let's go kill some more shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I have some issues with that, per, like, from a scientist perspective, because they, um, they, they're talking about, like, all this ecological research, like, oh, you know, we gotta find more about, find out about, more about these monsters that live in this new world, um, but it's like, okay, I don't understand why your immediate thought is just like, oh yeah, we're going to learn everything by just killing everyone and all the monsters. Just kill the shit out of them. Because, well, one, there's like an ethical standpoint to be considered when you're conducting ecological research. But another, it's like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, ecology is, you know, the study of interactions between organisms in an ecosystem if you're not going to be able to study them, if you're just fucking killing all of them. Yep. It, no, see, in Monster Hunter, it's the study of interactions between everything and my big fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is my big fucking sword. Thank you very much. And it's like, especially <clears throat> these monsters that are supposed to be these legendary creatures. So yeah. implying they're like one of a kind and our automatic reaction is just, 
Kill them. Kill them. <laughs> yeah, this is like Republicans the game. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I haven't played as much as y'all. <laughs> oh, no, I fully recognize what's going on. Yeah. Right? I fully recognize what's going on. Like when they when they go and they're like, you have to find the first barbarians, and I'm like, what we gonna kill them too? Yeah. Um, it's like find the indigenous people from this area, search you know search them out, like like find their doodles, track them down. I'm like, this sound like we gonna kill them when we get there because that's exactly what we did to all the monsters. Um, yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I, I fully, but you like doing see. this shit to me, Sam, like springing stuff on me, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You'll love this game. It, you'll think it's the best. You can hoard stuff and gather all kinds of things. And I'm like, neat. And then I, I like started and I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I do it to you every time, but that's fun for me. Uh, but I did see, I need somebody to be salty with. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so if I, if I choose you, then I don't have that problem. That so while we're talking about this, I, I have to talk about, Oh, I, I want my biggest problem with this game started. No, not my biggest. One of my problems with this game started at the very beginning when we start talking about character creation. Mm-hmm. Why everybody got to have straight hair? Thank you, God. <laughs> everybody got straight hair. You could be you have straight hair or you could be bald. Yeah. See, and that was that was another game. <coughs> like I had to be bald in um, PUBG. Yeah, I had to be bald in PUBG, and I'm like, I'm not going. This is not going to be like the second big game in like in like a couple of months that I have to seriously run around bald because you can't give me good hair options. And it just seems kind and of you know. I thought for a, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say it seems even more bizarre because a lot of other aspects of the character customization are really specific. Like mm-hmm. literally, you can make your eyes like your irises two separate colors colors. but you can't have fucking curly hair like in the game nope nope and yeah for a long time that was discussed as like really difficult and i get that you know there are like technical challenges but they only exist because white people um but that's fine right like (laughs) people hadn't invented that shit yet i guess curly (laughs) hair did not exist but we have seen it now in other games in medieval times supporting the witcher and kingdom come deliverance but go ahead (laughs) But, like, we've seen other games now. Cheaper games. Curly hair fucking exists now. There ain't no excuse anymore. No, there is none. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for the lack of curly hair. There's also no excuse for the fact that there is one body type. Now, mind you, it is not the typical Barbie-esque body type. Um, You are a little fuller figured, but you are supermodel full figured, not real people full figured, right? So um, I'm in fucking hot pants. Yes. So you get battle thongs and hot pants. <laughs> you, and, and see, Nicole knows this because I have gone through so many. I was like, I will like go through and I will spend like literally five hours killing monsters because I'm like, I'm gonna get this armor right here because it covers stuff up, right? Yeah, and then I go and I make all the armor. <laughs> And I put it on, and I'm like, but my ass is hanging out. So I can't wear this either. <laughs> it's like, 
God damn it, Sam. Now we got to go grind another monster. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm like, I'm not wearing this. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. At what point can you say I, that women don't have to have all their all they bits hanging out, right? Yeah, uh, I mean. Go ahead. I'm just going to say this is. This is funny, and we can laugh about it. I'm glad we can laugh about it. But underneath, I am fucking livid. Because when Mm -hmm. and at what point are we going to be recognized as actual fucking human beings and not just decoration in games? Yeah. Right. You can can be fuller figured, right? You can have that um, monster hunter-esque body type, right? Muscular thighs. Um, but you still have to have an hourglass figure and have, and run around in a battle thong with your, with your, <laughs> see, Nicole's gonna laugh when I say this, with your weird cleavage hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I put on this one and I was like, the cleavage is just weird. And Nicole's like, I don't see what's wrong with it. <laughs> so like, weird man and the game is weird like in the the little cutscenes and stuff like sometimes shit is voiced and sometimes it's not but not for any like reason that i can discern and then like all the people when you get up close to them they're like all weirdly cartoony yet rubbery i don't know the game is just strange (laughs) wait sam don't forget the pointy nipples armor (laughs) it's literally like an armor where you have what was it the the vespa the vespoid like mosquito guys you you seriously you seriously have mosquito stingers on your nipples. It's oh so absurd. And I was like, "What is this?" What? I'm pretty sure that motherfucking blacksmith would go out of business. He would, would go pick up that armor the first time and be like, "Nope." <laughs> Free market says no. Free market says no. Says 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 no mosquito nipples. No mosquito nipples. Uh, so, I mean, between that and then if you do get something that provides more coverage, um, I've, I've seen, I have not scored it like, because I slowed down because I've been playing some other stuff too. And somebody, I'm not going to mention no names, <laughs> is always playing all the way over there by themselves without me. Mm-hmm. But uh, even mm-hmm. though they're supposed to be my, my Monster Hunter road dog. But um Okay. I'm not gonna say who it is. Maybe uh, someone else who won't be named should. Uh, yeah, stop yeah, playing maybe other somebody stuff. else. <laughs> um, but so I haven't hit like a lot of the high level armor yet, but I've seen images of it, and a lot of are these. They look like these long, flowy dresses, and I'm like, I'm not gonna wear that either, right? Because that's you know that's not how I roll. And I don't even like dress my characters like that. So, also, how are you gonna hunt monsters in a dress? How you gonna hunt monsters in a dress? Know, right? How mm. you you know you looking like how you hunting monsters looking like Queen Elizabeth? That's what I need to know. Okay, give me some pants, like real pants. Yes, that pants that up. cover my entire leg, <laughs> yes. the whole leg. Yes. I, and and I don't want the battle thongs. No. And, and I want good armor. Yes. That protects my tender bits. Uh, and like, <laughs> exactly. non like, uh, appropriated armor would be great because there's a few in there that are like... Yes, the bo- the, what is it? The bo- the bone armor from, um, oh, 
the the creature with the with the with the uh, bones all over the out oh, the, the yeah. exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah um, it is. It is. There are several that are seriously appropriative that are like Native American that are tribal, and cool, they are cool, horrible. Cool. Right, and I see people like all the time, like posting pictures, like check out my armor, and I'm like, you ain't shame to wear that shit. You ain't shame <laughs> to wear it because you need to be. Yeah, yeah. They they went real appropriative with a lot of the early armor, at least the early armor that I've seen. I don't know about the later armor, but a lot of the early armor is really bad. Um, so and and that's another thing that like keeps me going because I like I said I will grind like five hours to get the armor I want, and then I will put it on and be like, and this is fucked up too. So then I have to go back out and find something else. Um, like the armor that I'm wearing now is like, has been, I think just about the best armor that I had. And I'm scared to change it to anything else because I have higher level armor, but I won't wear it because it is so problematic in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got the Gyros armor and it's like steampunky. Um, it's weird too. Cause it's got like tendons or muscles coming through and I'm yeah. like, that's nasty, but that's you know cool. what? It's, it's covering <laughs> stuff. Well, you would say that. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, it's covering stuff and it's not stereotypical. I'm not, you know, wearing a bone skirt and a headdress. So yeah, I'm gonna take this for a while. Um, yeah, I, I got some, uh, so, you know, this is, this is another one of those cases where we talk about it all the time in terms of sometimes your faves are problematic and just cause your faves are problematic and they're your faves don't mean you don't talk about it. It don't mean you don't criticize that shit because sometimes it needs to be criticized. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely one of those cases because you know what? If this is not as bad as my time at Porsche, but they could have done better. They need to do better. <clears throat> That's me and my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Monster Hunter. <clears throat> so, anyway, back to cheerful me and not salty me. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned that, um, before Monster Hunter, I was playing a little bit of Horizon Zero Dawn, and then there's definitely appropriative stuff in that one, too. Mm-hmm. I quit playing that, too, because I was mad. I was like, one, why are all these white people running around with dreadlocks? Two, why is she running around in turquoise and, and pseudo-indigenous uh, people's uh, outfits? Yeah. I mean, it was a beautiful game. It could have been such an amazing game for me. Let me say that could have been such an amazing game for me had it not been so problematic in those ways I tried to play it I tried to play it I wanted I mean the game itself outside of those things but it just got to me every single time when they would like they would position her in such a way because like I said the landscape was beautiful they would position her in these like beauty shots right where she was like standing on a hill with the sun setting behind her with some turquoise jewelry, dressed like a dressed like a stereotypical, stereotypical, not traditional, stereotypical Native American, and I think they even used the word several times, squaw. Or they they say savage a lot. They do say savage a lot too, which also made it, me want to burn. Yeah, people. I was like. When I first said that, I was like, this is, does not seem like a good idea. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I wanted to like that game. I, I mean, I could see that it could have been an amazing game, but it, I couldn't. I could not. I mean, and like I said, you, you know, we, we decide early and often what we're willing to put up with and what we're not willing to put up with. That crossed the line for me. So Yeah. I do have to admit that um, I I was able to push through. I didn't I didn't finish it, but a lot of the gameplay itself is really fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and then um, I know Sam, you mentioned something. So the uh, the initial and they use the term tribe too. So like the initial yep. tribe that um, Aloy, the main character, is a part of. Is uh, like matriarchal society. Yep. Um, and you know, having a matriarchal society is fine, but what makes me kind of pissed off is how they set up the society, and and that's based on the number of kids that you've had. So you're not, mm-hmm. so you get to the, um, in order to become like the high matriarch or one of the top um, matriarchal figures, you need to be like a grandmother, which is implying that a woman's only value is to pop out children. And I'm like, yeah. this is bullshit because a society driven by women would know that they have more value than just having children. Yeah. You know, it, it's almost as if they made it a matriarchal society just so that they would have an excuse for having it be an exclusionary society and not putting and not making men look bad for doing it. Um you know, you know, that's 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 my uh that's my uh, conspiracy theory. Um Yeah, that that game is so problematic in a number of different ways. In a number of different ways. And yet, just like my time, Portia, it's just, you know, people love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I do have to admit that I really enjoy the game, but I can also acknowledge a lot of the problem areas that are within it. Yeah. I, I'm going I'm to I'm go on Steam and set it on fire <laughs> and, uh, and wait for the death breath to roll in. <laughs> And I think maybe I should. I don't know. Go in and post as Alicia. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, but there's also I think I don't know how far y'all got into the storyline, but there are a lot of ethically interesting conversations that can be had, at least from like a scientist perspective. But I also think um, there it, it kind of seemed like. So there, there often is this trope, I guess, when portraying scientists in, you know, whether it be video games or movies or what other media, what have you, that like one scientist can fix it all. Like they have the ability to do everything. Like you don't understand that science is a very, very specific, like a very narrow field, whereas it's super specialized. And so there just happens to be a character in this game that I can't remember. I think her main area was some kind of like engineering or something, but she's magically like doing all this other 
like scientific shit and I'm like this isn't even her expertise like how the hell does she know how to do this cause magic <laughs> and science yeah. science is magic yeah <laughs> So, I want to ask you another question. Sure. It's not really a question. It's not really a question. Um, so, like, full disclosure, you and I know each other, th- like, through Mixer. Yes. <laughs> um, That's why I know every like, I know everything that Sam's been playing, because she streams it. <laughs> um, yeah, you and I know each other through Mixer, but you're not a streamer. Uh, even though no, I'm trying to, you know, not, I'm, I'm always trying to recruit new not people. Yet. At least knows this. Not yet. <laughs> uh-huh. Not, not yet. I always say that. You're not, not yet. Um, I'm always trying to recruit new people. Just saying. Um, we need, we need, you know, more diverse in some way, shape or form folks streaming on Mixer. Um, <clears throat> I was going to say something else, but I'm not. Uh, so... <laughs> I have to ask you this question. I know what my experience has been like, just like streaming on Mixer, but even before I was like streaming regularly on Mixer, just like hanging out on Mixer. Um, what can you talk about your experience? Um, and why you hang out there? Yeah. Cause you hang out there. I do. <laughs> I've put a lot of hours into Mixer for the past couple months. Um, and honestly, it kind of blindsided me. I didn't really expect it to happen, but it's kind of one of those situations where, like, you don't know what you're missing until you found it. Um, so I actually found out about it. I was listening to uh, Moto, another uh, streamer on Mixer. She also has a, a video game podcast, and she was talking about how she streams sometimes. <laughs> So I was like, okay, you know, I'll just check her out. Maybe just like watch for a couple minutes and then never come back. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't happen. I was like, I immediately got sucked in because all of a sudden it, it, you know, as a gamer, I've been like, for various reasons, I've been kind of really isolated you know, I didn't. I didn't ever really play any like multiplayer games, uh, or really interact with the gaming community at all. Um, and but all of a sudden, there's this kind of you know through Moto, I met a whole bunch of other people like Sam and uh, like a plethora of other like really wonderful, amazing people um, that are you know gamers that are not pros so they're not playing to be like super competitive they actually just play games to have fun such a novel concept um (laughs) and you know they're not like um uh like dudes that are constantly cursing each other out or what have you that seems to be so salient in the gaming community, even though it, so I think I just really appreciate Mixer for being a supportive, welcoming environment with like real genuine people that enjoy playing games and want to have conversations about games. 
And I think I'm just so addicted to it because I never really had that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I mentioned, I never really played multiplayer games whenever there was any discussion about multiplayer in a game, I just completely ignored it because I'm like, I have no one to play with. And honestly, I don't want to play with anyone. Um, so I, um, I have like a lot of anxiety around social situations and just with a lot of... Uh, and now that I'm learning more, that's the gaming community isn't just made of like, super douchebaggy like ch- like children that you know are just cursing at each other the entire time but that's kind of the idea that you get and so it was kind of just really eye-opening for me to find this community of really cool like chill people that you know i don't have to worry about being yelled at while i'm trying to play a game with them um, yeah and yeah so it it's been amazing and like i said it's just there are so many cool people on this platform and i never imagined i would be sucked into it as much as (laughs) i was (laughs) i got alicia to come stream with me a couple of times yep we just got to get her to come back because you know yeah come back like um and y'all like all the listeners should come hang out with us i'm in <laughs> sam stream like all the freaking time so <laughs> um it can be fun yeah and in it it's just especially in for example you know monster hunter we mentioned that you know the multiplayer just adds a whole nother layer of enjoyment to the game you know, I don't think I would have honestly ever picked up that game if I if there wasn't such, you know, hype surrounding it or I didn't have other people playing it so I can show off my armor or whatnot. Um, yeah, just have that, that whole, you know, that whole community be like, look, you know, you look what I got. Look, look at how I look, right? Um, you know, which is weird to say, look at how I look, but, you know, look at my armor, right? And because it is... It's kind of a trophy in and of itself because yeah. the the armor itself is reflective, a reflexive, reflective of the monster that you killed to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then there's always that 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 commiserating, right? It's like, oh yeah, now you have to kill that monster like 15 times to get all the pieces <laughs> for that armor. Yeah. You know, and remember how hard it was. Yeah, um, yeah. And to be able to do that, right, and to be able to commiserate rather than having somebody who's constantly like, well, you know, I just strolled up in there and I killed him like 15 times in five minutes and I was done. Yeah. Um, And you're like, you know what, die screaming. Um, (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's also, Mixer is also kind of interesting because they're... I mean, I've been introduced to trolls like I didn't even know existed as well. <laughs> like, yep. Like, Sam will get, like, I didn't even know this was a thing, but Sam will get something like, oh my gosh, you're too old to play video games. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where did people come up with this shit? I don't even understand. <laughs> where is this idea coming from? 
Like, mm. I mean, I, like, <laughs> I need to be adult to have the money to buy this video game. Like, what? You know, like, I, like, I don't have to go beg my mama for $60 to buy this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just buy it. Um, uh, yeah. But I do, because, um, oh. No, no, go ahead. I was just, I was going to say, because I, I moderate and... Um, like a handful of channels now, and I kind of get a, a perverse amount of pleasure, like just like banning all these trolls. But and I think it like especially hits home with me because, you know, I do have a lot of social anxiety. So when I first, oh my gosh, I remember, I remember the first time I tried to say something in Moto Stream, I was like, I don't know, all I have to do is like type hello, it'll be fine, it's gonna be totally fine. And so I just struggle with even simple things like that. I mean, now I'm familiar with everyone, so it's pretty easy. But it's like, and these people just come in and just want to shit on everyone. And it's like, <laughs> it takes me so hard just to have, it, it's so much strength to have a freaking conversation with someone. And people are out there that just want to be total assholes for no reason. So I'm just going to ban you all. Enjoy it. <laughs> And that's mixed. That's like linked to your Xbox account. So have fun not playing all your games. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Um, so I guess we've talked. Uh, we've talked a good amount of time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have. I was like, um, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, and I'm still <laughs> like, I still have so much to say. <laughs> well, you'll just have to come back. I was going to say, you got to come back. <laughs> you have to promise us that you will come back. Okay, I promise. Um, we would like that signed in blood, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you can you can use monster blood. We won't make it your own. Okay, just don't sign it in fish poop. Or yeah, I was going to say or fish poop. Apparently not. <laughs> not fish poop. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, a lot of games are like really into like some kind of poop element lately. I've noticed this. There's a lot of poop in Monster Hunter. Yes, there is a lot of poop, and you can There's pick a lot it of poop up. In Monster Hunter. You can collect that poop. That's my life right there. Is collecting poop for ecological research. There you go. So yeah, you're definitely gonna have to come back and talk to us again, because um, it's been a blast. It has been an absolute blast. Um, and like Nicole says, she hangs out um, uh, with me a lot on Mixer. Yay. Yep. Um, and it's like super mod and uh, always always fun to roll with, uh, but not if you let her drive in PUBG. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, and in Monster Hunter. Um, so uh, you can definitely... Um, I don't know. Do you want to share your Mixer uh, screen name? Oh yeah, um, on Mixer I'm Zuriko, so Z I R R I C O. Yeah. So when you, you see, see Zuriko, Sans, yeah, yeah, <laughs> come hang out you with know us. Know who that is? You know who it is. Um. So I guess you know we should probably bring this to an end, and since since Nicole's coming back. We'll be good, and we can talk to her again about, you know, fish poop and uh, video games. <clears throat> and maybe and maybe some ciders. Maybe some ciders. Yeah. We can yes. talk about ciders. 
<clears throat> and maybe I should have been drinking ciders instead of whiskey. Hey, tonight. we still we promised a long time ago a cider taste. We should sensation podcast. We should. That was that was how we started with fermented Friday. On mixer uh, before Alicia bailed on me is we <laughs> had a couple of uh, we had a couple of streams where we like we literally just sat there and and drank the same ciders or the same beers ciders whatever we were drinking mm-hmm. uh, and talked about them while we were playing games and Alicia stopped playing with me. Alicia has not had time. I know. Still hurt my feelings. <laughs> when no, when there's time, I'll be back. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I guess that's going to bring us to the end of episode 168. Um, thanks again, Nicole, for hanging out with us. Thanks, Alicia and Jordan for hanging out with us, um, and chatting tonight. Um, so for those who are out there, don't forget, come visit us at Mixer, um, uh, as we stream and play. Come play with us, too, because we play with folks a lot. So come play Mm -hmm. some Monster Hunter with us. Yeah. Maybe we can get Alicia to play yeah, some Alicia. Monster Hunter with us. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll help you grind and hoard some monster bits. So yeah, just, what, you know. what's my uh, what am I now? Like, I think I'm rank twelve. I can help you level up. You know. Yeah, I will need it because I'm just a wee babe. Mm-hmm. See, come play with us. <laughs> All right. So until next time, y'all. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. I'll put links to uh, <laughs> I'll put links not only to where you can find us on Mixer, but also to the uh, uh, the the video Alicia was talking about earlier uh, about the going to bed <laughs> the go to bed early video. I'm gonna find that video. I'm gonna link it in the show notes uh, since you want to harass me because it's, it's hilarious. Um, uh, so until next time, when we have episode 169, which will be interesting and fun as always. Um, remember, stay warm, stay dry, and go play some Monster Hunter. (laughs) Game on.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.